Oh my god. How cool. I love that. So exciting. Wow. Hi, I'm Pip and this is Jumbled Loves a Chat. Amazing. Love that it. Is stunning. That is like so flipping true. Let's come and get your coffee. <laughs> Cheers to that. Today's guest is someone that I stalk so often online that I actually feel like I'm sitting here with my bestie. He is a well-renowned interior and event and event stylist and plus the style director at large for Australia's leading interior design magazine, Bell. Plus, he can now also add the renovator extraordinaire feather to his hat. So it's with great pleasure that I get to welcome my best friend, <laughs> Steve Cordoni, to Jumbled Loves a Chat. Oh, well, that was a good intro. It was a really good intro. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> we, you don't know I'm your best friend, but... Um, there we are. Yeah, well, totes. Who you are, because you're actually one of the first people that I reached out to when we bought the place in Orange. And because I just obviously knew you from Instagram. Yes, from yes, yes. And then you were so lovely and like, oh, like so lovely. These people here. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, besties. I know. Oh, that's so, so good. Mutual. Well, I was excited so much about today's chat because I do want to get to know my best friend better <laughs> and also have a sticky beak around your amazing creation that's Rosedale Farm, which is just outside of Orange. We're sitting here in the, what room is this called? It's a lounge room. Oh, a lounge room. Sorry, I thought you might have a fancy name for this. lounge. Like the drawing room or something like Uh, that. Yeah, just casual, well, informal lounge room, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. it's stunning. Anyway, it's like so, so (laughs) magical. You'll have to look it up on Instagram when you drive up. There's ostriches and it's this big white place and the garden's amazing and it's really, really spectacular. Anyway, sorry, I'm like digressing (laughs) and um, let's rewind. Okay. Let's start back from the beginning. Mm. Where did you grow up? I grew up on the North Shore in Sydney. So always been in a Sydney boy. Uh, And yeah, my dad was a builder. Yes. Developer, so always around renovating houses. Mum was the interior decorator. Ah, okay. So I've always been around it. It's a bit like renovating and also, you know, design, making choices. And and uh, I used to just freestyle the house when they would go out. And oh, my come goodness. Back and like, what yeah. have you done? So just I was always kind of that creative side. And I think being around it and growing up being around um, all of that really kind of led to, I guess, being a yeah, stylist and designer now. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Like your dad's the builder, which is probably the yeah. practical side, and your mum the creative side. So you kind of got a combo of both, of both. Do you think? Totally, a hundred percent. And I, yeah, I kind of like I was saying before. I, like, I was into performing arts when I grew up, was growing up, and did lots of like dance and music and all that kind of stuff. But then also creative. Yes. And so I also had that sort of side as well, which I think yeah. performing and creative arts go hand in hand. Um, and oh, whoops. <laughs> just, was, just dropped it, spilt the water in the drawing room. On the very expensive <laughs> jute Africa rug. Um, so yeah, I think they go, they go hand in hand. And I think, you know, that led to sort of my, I guess, I guess the style of interiors that I like. Um, they're a bit kind of theatrical, yes. bold, you know, I guess that kind of, it all, it's all funny when you look back. And you realise how much of that has shaped who you are now or what style or, you know, 
the way I'm as a person, I guess. I, know. I find that so it? interesting people's yeah. stories. Like it feels weird then going, tell me about your childhood. <laughs> like I'm your psychologist, but it is yeah. really interesting. Like, especially what your parents do to what you end up doing. Yes. And it wasn't really until I, I don't know, I, like I've, I've been doing interior design and styling for 12 years or so now, but I think when I was growing up and even when I was studying, I just never really kind of thought about what I kind of learned and what I kind of had been around growing up yeah. until probably the last six or five years, five or six years. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh yeah, mum was always around colour and she had fabrics around the house and, you know, I'd always be on job sites with dad and, yeah. and it all just kind of comes full circle. It all so, just clicks. Yeah, mm. which I think is, yeah, a really cool thing. Yeah, so you were quite creative as a child. Yeah. So when you finished school, what did you end up doing? So I finished school and I got into industrial design at University of New South Wales. Okay. Um, which, look, it was a hard course to get into and I got into it and I was like, cool, this seems like it would be fine. And six months in, I you know, had a great social life and it was really fun. I met heaps of cool people, but it was just very mathematics and yeah. engineering and all these kind of things where I just, I wasn't me. Like I'm like super creative and, and styling and decorative elements. And there was really not much of that. Mm. <laughs> so I kind of, I went into having six months off and just worked and kind of just potted around. It was actually a really good idea because I think when you're at school, there's so much pressure. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to get into? And it's like, you know, you've been doing this for 12 years and you get out of it and like, right, I've got to go into this. And I don't know what, you know, you don't really know at that point. You might have an idea. Mm. There's all this pressure to kind of get into uni and then get a good mark. And anyway, so it was a bit, it was really nice to have that six months off. And then randomly I bumped into a friend of mine who was studying at Enmore Design Centre. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is an amazing course. And you kind of, you need to do, um, you need to do a test and a kind of, you know, short portfolio and, and that for me is what design is about, you know, not just about a mark, it's about what can you do, what skill sets do you have? And then anyway, so I did a, a one year's design fundamentals course, jewelry design, fabric design, fashion, yeah. interiors, product, jewelry. And so all of that kind of like led me to kind of go, you know what, interiors is what I want to do. I did interior design for three years and then, yeah, became affiliated with Bell magazine and started styling from there. Yeah. Didn't you win an award or I did, well, something? I was robbed. I was a robbed oh, award. Oh, sorry. I was a finalist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still still burning from it. Who beat you? Uh, uh, some guy from RMIT. Is he still doing interiors? Not sure. Oh, but you like to Google him after. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's yeah, doing yeah, well. yeah. I'm sure he's doing really well. So um, you were a finalist, finalist in, well, Bell. let's say winner. Yeah, oh, no, okay. no, finalist. Let's be, finalist. I can be humble. Yeah. I can yeah. be humble. Yeah. Um, no, it was finalist of, it was the Bell Young Interior Design of the Year Award. And what so, made you enter that? It was actually, it was our final year project okay. at Emmore. And I think the teachers nominated a few people to kind of yeah. go into it from different, court, from different, um, you know, uh, schools. Yeah. And basically I was one of them and yeah. So I kind of got affiliated with Bell, which is great. And then I started assisting and interning the then mm. interior design editor, Imogen Naylor, who was amazing, who's one of my best friends and just started learning the ropes and yeah. start more styling because I knew that's what I wanted to go into. So you knew you wanted to do styling over interior design? Yeah. yeah. And obviously I learned interior design and, and that's been great for renovating. I, I do a select sort of handful of residential projects mm -hmm. and a few little commercial mm -hmm. things, you know, in between yeah. the styling work. Um, but even my final year project, I did it all by hand and I coloured it and shaded it rather than doing AutoCAD. So yeah. 
you know, I've, I've forgotten a lot of those skills now, but <laughs> they're probably I, outdated. Now, yeah, yeah, I know everyone's using <laughs> works or something, but but I knew I always was about the sort of the cherry on the top moment, the styling, pulling a whole scheme together, creating a whole look, mm. and so for me that was sort of what I go into, what, what I wanted to go into, and finding the magazine and and doing what they do with photo shoots and editorial, and yeah. that was just a really great outlet creatively, yeah. um, but also led me to kind of try different trends and styles and be able to just have complete, you know, creative freedom, especially now, um, but also learn about logistics and all these kind of things that go along with it. Yeah. Not only just from a photoshop point of view, but just from a life point of view. Mm. Um, and that was sort of, yeah, one of the best things that I did. Yeah. And do you, like those first six months, Yeah. do you remember what they were like <laughs> of when you're uh, interning and... I turned up, I remember the first, it was a, a photo shoot. It was the first one I turned up to. And I was like, right, what am I going to wear? I'm going to have these boots on and these jeans and these jumper, blah, blah, blah. What and was the photo shoot? It was the Bill magazine. And there was okay. a, there's a trend page there called Spy, which I, I style now. And it's sort of, you know, given direction and there's eight times a year and we come up with these themes. Yeah. And, and so Imogen had it all planned out and I was just, you know, the assistant. And basically, so I turned up wearing this whole full-on ensemble. And by the end of it, well, now more, more so. What were you wearing? <laughs> I had these like leather boots, had these like tight jeans and like this sort of, t-shirt and a blazer situation and jumper yeah. and now I literally wear gym gear yeah, with my yeah, trainers because yeah. it's so intense but I just remember going oh my god and just unpacking and it's like basically you're removalist yeah. but then you're like dealing with things that are coming and going you're yeah. dealing with you know trying to be creative and then you're dealing with the photographer the creative director yeah so it's a really full like it's amazing it's absolutely what I love doing but it's intense yeah it's intense. we even did a photo shoot the other day and I the pack up is the worst part of yes. the whole thing, but I felt um, so mentally and physically trained. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing because it is mental and that's a big part of our create. Well, A, being creative mm. and B, doing what we do. There's the physical aspect, mm. but then there's also that creative aspect and I'm very much creative and you're always thinking, 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 what if something goes wrong? Then that goes to logistics, which is sort of, you know, it's all these different things that kind of combine to create, you know, a great outcome and you've got to go with it. You've got to use those things to your advantage. Like, yeah. oh, that didn't come in time, that, you know, beautiful Shea sofa. Oh, it yes. got sold on the yes. floor the day yeah. before my photo shoot. And you've got to, it forces you to be more, even more creative. Yeah. But it's also stressful. Mm. So there's all those different things. And I think, yeah, learning all those things, I, yeah, now it led me to kind of what I'm doing now and, and set me up, I think. Yeah. You know, because there's so much to learn about it. Yeah. And how do magazines work? Like how do they know, how do they work out what they're going to put on the pages? So it depends. So sometimes, like obviously with, so with Spy, which is the upfront trend pages in Bell, and that we do that once uh, every issue basically. So it's eight issues a year. Yeah. So effectively you're coming up with, well, now we do one whole trend per issue. Before it was three. That's like three trends eight times a year, which you're coming up, you're forecasting basically. Uh, and sometimes the overall issue will have a little bit of a theme. So it's, you know, Australian design, Australian yeah. style, beach luxe, you know, European glum, whatever it is. Yeah. So you kind of go with that. But usually it's just basically, you know, what's out there, what's coming out of Milan Design Week, Maison Objet, all these different trends which you're kind of trying to forecast. And then you put it into things that you can actually find because you've got to run around to all the stores in Sydney mm. and Melbourne and, and here and wherever, source all the different products to put in this photo shoot. So... It's a big process, but yeah, it's also fun, you know, coming up with those trends because, you know, it's not, sometimes there might be some advertising and things that you need to kind of incorporate, but usually it's complete freedom, you know, yeah. creatively yeah. to create a really cool 
you know, style and, and trend pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you like find the next big thing? Are you looking towards Europe or are you on Instagram? Like where are you yeah. finding it? It's kind of everything. Like yeah. definitely social media, hundred percent now. Um, but I think back, you know, when I'm thinking when I first started intern, you know, ten years ago, it was more websites. It was other yeah. magazines from overseas, like AD Spain. I love. Yeah. Oh, um, same. But in saying that, like obviously because they're seasonally ahead, so there's that kind of aspect. But a bit like also, fashion. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I also think here our magazines and our design and our trend and our style is actually on par with anything overseas. 100%. It's a different look, a hundred percent. But we're so we bat way above our average, mm. and I just think so. You know, there's a lot to see around here. But again, you know, you tend to look further abroad. You know, it's like that thing, where do you go to travel? You know, there's so many amazing places in Sydney or Australia rather, but like, you know, we go overseas. So obviously getting inspiration from that. The grass is always greener though, right? (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah. And trends, do you follow them? Not so much. I I don't like to say trends anymore. I I kind of try try to say style. Style. Okay. Style. I should stop saying trend. Well, no, it's... Yeah, no. and I'm, it's not that it's a bad thing to say trends. I definitely think when we first started, it was like, okay, three trends a year. And you mm-hmm. have to, because it's a magazine or what you're creating, you have to wrap it up into mm-hmm. some sort of little perfectly packaged like thing. Like a concept, so, like a story. Well, so you get it. So yeah. people turn the page and they go, right, this is the trend, yeah. you know. But for me, in terms of if I'm creating an interior now or if I'm creating something that I want to last, I think about a style. Mm. And so that could oh, be smart. Yeah, so makes with, sense. Within that style, it could have lots of different trends. Yes, and that for me is sort of gives you more longevity, mm. um, and it's more exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really okay. Right. I'm changing to um, style. style. Okay. <laughs> How would one of our listeners get their product or their business mm-hmm. on the pages of a magazine like Bell? Oh, I'm so clever. So clever. Um, so I always say there's in every magazine, there's an editorial email address. In the magazine? So in the front of the magazine. Okay, the right. Where they have all the names of the editors and all that kind of stuff, there's always an editorial email. Um, now, obviously, like I had so many people reach out just on Instagram or, yeah. you know, they find my personal email, yeah. which is all fine, um, and just send it all through. But when you send it through, make sure your product or your project is styled beautifully, it's photographed beautifully, because that's going to give you the best you know, chance in getting it featured. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things that come through the magazine and, you know, there's projects from around the world, there's local stuff, there's 20 project, there's pretty 20 products a day, you know, this new cushion, this new chair range, this new lighting yeah. range. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to, you know, you need to get through. So if it's really well styled, photographed, you've got a beautiful press release, yeah. you know, information set out, hi, my name's this, I've got this company, we've just launched this, it's made from this those kind of things are going to get you in the door. Yeah, so you're making it as easy as possible. Totally. And I guess budgets are dwindling with mags. So if you've got great imagery. Yeah, and get it all there and give them, you know, access to use it it all and, and, you know, it's it's great exposure. Yeah. And has COVID affected the magazine industry? Like the magazine industry has been struggling probably a little bit, but um, how has COVID affected things? Look, I think... In the home space with Bell, they've been really lucky. Yeah. Because everyone's it's been a beauti- at home. And, and it's, it's a magazine. beautiful magazine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So everyone's at home. Everyone yeah. wants inspiration. You know, yes, there's obviously social media, but, you know, it's nice to turn the pages of the magazine. 
And so that's, yeah, that's actually been fine. We had to sort of pause shooting just because of, you know, safety uh, for a month or two, or a couple of months. And, but in saying that, like, you know, advertisers are still spending, you know, we've got to kind of have a 360 degree approach now, whether it's, okay, let's create this content, let's filter it through digital and social, yeah. put it in the magazine. It's just a different way of working, I think with magazines you tend to kind of have you work so far in advance so yeah. you have to hold projects so you have to hold things but and that's now annoying. it is well, it is and i get it from the point of view of in, yeah. know, designers yeah. or people that want stuff out there where they could just go boom it's on instagram people see it tonight but it, so it's we probably they probably change a little bit and working a little bit more ahead but you know i always just believe that if you create the best content mm. it doesn't matter you know what you're selling or what you know just create the best content you can and then filter that out through, you know, all the different channels. Yeah. You know, so time-consuming though, isn't it? Yeah. All that, you know, that whole circular everything yeah. linking, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And But it's totally. like any business really, like everything has to just be this full circle link. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's so many factors now. Like yeah. we were just talking about SEO before. Oh. So <laughs> like, SEO, God. <laughs> so it's that. It's digital. It's what you're doing. It's advertising. It's marketing. It's websites. It's Instagram. It's Facebook. Yeah, it's I know. all those different elements, yeah. which are, are crucial to a, you know, a business now, especially yeah. mine. Um, but you have to do it. Mm. You know? And how important is storytelling in um in the shoots that you do that you work on whether it's like actually a house story or a yeah. in a in a studio story yeah. i think with a house story obviously we've got writers and things and it's nice to have you know interview the owners or the designers or the architects mm -hmm. and we want a bit of the story we want personality because usually the people that have owned the house or the people that we speak to you know who own their place they've got a great story mm. and it's nice to see the relationship between their personalities and the style and look of the house. Yes. I think for me, that's the most exciting thing with shoots. I always try to give, and you know, this is just holistically, whether I'm creating an interior, whether it's this place we're in now, whether it's something that I've done for a friend or our last apartment in Surrey Hills, you always, I always try to make it feel not like a showroom. It needs to represent the people that live there. Yeah. And, and look lived in. A hundred percent. And yeah. you know, and, I like it styled. Obviously, I'm looking around, you know, everything. Well, it's a bit messy at the moment. but No, it's you know, not. It's perfect. I like it nicely styled, but it also should sort of represent, you know, your travels. What have you found? Things that you've loved, things that handed down from your mm. parents or whatever it may be. And those little elements, those intangible, that intangible sort of feel before you yeah. walk into a space. That for me is that, you know, the cherry on the top. That's something you can't buy. Um, and that's what makes a successful interior. Yeah. And what do you think makes a house home? So I'm sort of like mm. diverting now no, to no. interior styling because you do interior and event styling also. Yes. Um, yeah, what makes a house a home? I definitely think all of those elements. So yeah. You know, I look around, whether it's art that we bought in, you know, Paris or this, you know, this chandelier that we had in our apartment in Surrey Hills and we sold that, we pulled it out and now it's upstairs in one of the bedrooms yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know, different things like that which sort of tell a bit of a story of a place and a time. Yeah that for me is the best, that's the best way to inject your soul and your personality into a house. Yeah. Um, and obviously having it depict you, like, you know, you can go to a showroom, you can buy everything on the floor. If that's how you want to live and that's totally fine. Yeah. But for me, it's about those personal touches. Yeah. And what to you is like good design as opposed to bad design? I think choosing pieces that are timeless and that still suit your aesthetic, but mm -hmm. aren't kind of just, you know, again, trend driven yeah. where you might get, you know, over things so quickly. And for me, like 
personally, and it obviously depends on, you know, what sort of style of home I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. the apartment was a bit more contemporary. This is obviously 1877 Georgian house. So you kind of, you know, go with that. But at the core of it, the style is there. So I like neutral palette, like white walls, because I feel like everything pops against that. Yeah. So, you know, having that base and having your own sense of personality and style that is at your core, go with that. And then you can kind of layer. So, you know, soft furnishings, they're the mm-hmm. most interchangeable element with your interior. And if you get bored, you change those out from season yeah. to season. It's not going out because you bought a yellow, you know, an ochre velvet sofa because that was what was in last year. Yeah. You know, that cost you $5,000. So choose those small little accessories and decor bits and they're the easier things to swap in and out. Yeah. And where do you find your inspiration from? So many, like Pinterest, Instagram, obviously oh, Instagram, that's yeah. probably the main one. Um, but still magazines. I love flipping through magazines. I know. Even there's nothing books, better, like, is there? Yeah, yeah. Like going to the library, not that I do it that often, but going to look at the old design books and, mm. you know, those beautiful ones and just like getting all those resources. Um, but, you know, a lot of it is definitely online. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're my sort of favourite. But even, you know, if I'm watching a great movie with an amazing yeah. set, like The Talented Mr. Ripley, and, you know, yeah. that will go, oh, cool. I want to do a whole sort of 50s Italian theme and I'll put this into this project that I'm working on or this shoot that I'm styling for the yeah. magazine. So there's all those different things that just could tweak an idea or a start of an inspiration. Yeah. And then I go from there. Yeah. So it sort of leads me on to, like, your design process. So yeah. how does that... Because it is hard to be creative when you have to be under pressure so how do you how are you creative and what's your process like yeah I yeah it's funny the things that come to you when you're at least sort of thinking if I sit down at the table I'm like right what is this looking to be for this project nothing will come (laughs) (laughs) but if I'm outside or if I'm like at the shops it'll just like oh cool I saw something on a billboard and it was this color of you know this deep shade of blue and that's formed this whole look so it's always the most unexpected. And I think for me, being that creative, I'm always thinking creatively. Every time I'm looking, whether I'm walking down the street or when I'm at home, mm. everything in my mind is visually set out, almost like a photo shoot in essence. So like I said, it could be watching a movie and there's a little frame and and it kind of forms that. So I kind of start with something very similar, very small. It could be, you know, a beautiful graphic image. It could be a beautiful vase from the 50s by Gia Conti. And then, bam, I start mood boarding. That's always my blueprint. So no matter what, if I'm doing a photo shoot, if I'm doing a bathroom renovation, kitchen, a whole house, commercial project, everything always starts with a mood board. Do you do a a physical paper one or do you do one online? I do do do? two. So the first one that I do is visually based. So I set that up, you know, I use Photoshop, but you can use, I don't know, whatever. You can make a folder. You can use whatever you use on your computer. Even like a Pinterest board. Yeah, totally, totally. But I like to kind of have it all together so I can see that all the tones and all Mm -hmm. the sort of um, layered elements are working together. And then, you know, I have that and I just leave it on my computer. And then I usually, if it's a project, I usually then go to materials. Yeah. There's the flooring, there's the brass handle, there's the carpet. So all of those things, you know, work hand in hand. And that sometimes takes more time. Definitely the first one is that visually based yeah. mood board. Um, and then I kind of create this sort of tactile one. I love a, I love a materials Bloody mood board. That's like too. my yeah. favourite. It's the um, best. Because well, then you see it all to, like, coming together, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you can make sure that you, know, you get your fabric samples, you get your paint samples. Because looking at it online or looking at them singly is one thing. But then putting it all together, you know, I just get these little um, Perspex trays made up. There's clear Perspex trays. I think I get them from plastics. 
they just make them up and they're like 60 by 60 with a little lip yeah and i just sit you know i could do room by room oh um, that's smart yeah and then okay. there's like little, little trays yeah and you can so just stack them on top of each other and yeah. As opposed to my um, like dining room, well, <laughs> Mum's dining room at the moment. Then he's yeah. like so filled house. with samples of like tiles and render and like. Uh, but it's good because to, you need that. Yeah, like you, you need to see it all, and then you know, then you can start piecing out and go right. That's definitely the floor that I want throughout the house. That's definitely the wall color for the bedroom. Start piecing it together and keeping it all sort of neat and tidy, and then your mind, because you're like me, creative, and you know our mind's just going to go from yeah. different things then you can kind of start working it out and nutting it all out. Oh, that's smart. Okay, that's a really good I'll give tip. I'll okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I've got huge tile. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Too big. So events. You also do mm. events. What makes a great event? For me, it's, again, more so, well, events, are, I love doing events because there's, like, definitely ingredients that you need to add. Yes. But for me, those things of, like, mood, lighting, music. Yeah candles, all those things are those intangible kind of give you a sense of soul. That's what I love about events. Um, for me, you know, great food, great alcohol, great music, great style and like have a bit of a theme. Yes. Even if I'm doing like a sit down dinner for six people, yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do? Is it going to be wide on wide or is it going to be a bit sort of, you know, am I going to use hydrangeas and, you know, think about something. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It could be just going to the garden, grabbing some greenery, putting, you know, making it really tall on the table so you feel like you're sort of sitting under a tree even if it's like, you know, oh, Michael and I. Lovely. Yeah, just, just little, <laughs> like little ideas where rather than just going, cool, I'll get out the crockery and the glassware and the cutlery, sit around and it's all lovely, but just like those little elements of like thinking, again, start with a mood board, you know, yeah. if you've got time, um, but you can make something really simple. You're more but, elevated. Yeah, and it's just nice because I think when you have an event, it's about people and it's about creating a sort of environment. And so, you know, thinking about all those different little things, Obviously, that you know, food, drink, water, all that kind of stuff is great. But then think about music in the background. What kind of vibe? Is it jazz? Is it, you know, is it simple, I don't know, relaxed R&B something music, yeah. you know, candles everywhere, scent. What's the scent of that night? You know, you've got a bit of scent of candle. It's just all these little things which, you know, not might seem very simple and mm. insignificant, but mm. the people that are coming, that's the things that we'll remember. And I guess it's that nice thing about like covid you know, eating at home, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, family and friends and just yeah. that simplicity of like showing someone that you love and care for yeah. them by having them come over and putting a lovely little flower on their plate. 100%. Yeah, even yeah. your name card. Yeah, like maybe it's like oh, I love dinner. little name cards. Yeah, even just a little draw, you know, and you don't have to be super creative. You can just keep it really simple. Um, even if you don't want to do flowers, like if you've got beautiful fruit from the garden, just put that down mm. on the table and make it like an Italian feast or oh, all these different things that just, yeah. Makes it nice. Oh, that sounds fun. And and here, and oh no, <laughs> and, and thirsty, and yeah. thirsty. You've um you do lots of collaborations, and you've collaborated mm. with some like really really big brands. Yeah. And how did that happen? And yeah. and how do you know whether to say yes or no to an opportunity that comes your way? Great question. <laughs> it's funny because so there's t sort of two sides to that. So one. Obviously, I've been doing this for a long time. So, yeah. you know, I've been kind of building a profile in terms of the interior space. Magazine helped me with that a lot. Now social media has taken that to the, sort of the next level. Um, Do you mean like you your own personal brand? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, you know, the personality behind, you know, obviously I started working with Bell. Now I've got my own business, but yeah. I still contract to them. Yeah. So you're building now your own brand. So then people, or brands rather, 
they want to reach out because they want to be affiliated with that. Yeah. And also they want to work with you when they might like your aesthetic and their product will work with that. So yeah. for me in the beginning and you know, it starts with this whole thing of the influencer land, yeah. um, which I don't really like the term, which I know is out That was there. about to be my next question. Yeah. Like that term. Well, only because I didn't go into like, you know, I started before, you know, you know, I was getting Instagram. Yeah, correct. <laughs> exactly right. So tastemaker, content creator, that's yes. the words that I like yeah. because people don't come to me because, you know, just because I'm someone who has a lot of followers or whatever it may be, they come to me because they like my aesthetic. They like what I do. I like that. You know Taste what I mean? Tastemaker, content creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, cool. I just, and, I, and that's the thing. So, But even in the beginning, there was a couple of brands that came to me and I was like, yeah, cool, great. You're going to pay me to post this or do something with this. I can make this look good. And it just wasn't right for my brand. And I knew it. It's like when you see, it's like when I'm following someone and I see them all of a sudden vacuuming Mm. with the dice and I think, what, why are you (laughs) doing that? Or something that just doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel right. Yes. Even though I just did get sent. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. Oh my God. I won't, I won't laugh when you're playing with the dice. No, no, it's a Miller. It's a Miller. Oh, sorry, sorry. But it's only because I really need one and it's actually great that I sent it on. But that's the thing. I think it's also, (laughs) you need to be in that space. So obviously I'm at home a lot. I'm like clean. I'm doing all these sort of things. If it works and you kind of create a lifestyle around it, then that's fine. Yeah, but you. are someone who, you know, you're just walking down the road and you, you know, you like wearing nice dresses or whatever it is. And then you want to stand there with a vacuum. I know. That doesn't make sense. Yes. Yeah. So I've done that. I remember two, vividly two brands that I did it for. And not that it was the end of the world, but from that point on, I was like, right. I only choose brands that I think work with me yeah. and that fit really well. Like, would I, have I had a Miller vacuum cleaner before? Yes, it died and now I've got a new one. So yes, yeah. that just makes sense, you know? Um, I'm not judging you on the vacuum, no. mate. Oh, someone can send me a vacuum and <laughs> yeah, I'll run around just, with it. If, if anyone's listening, <laughs> can we just have another yeah, one? Yeah, I want a Robo back though that I don't have to um, yeah. do. Yeah. But that's the thing. But so, you know, and I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of different brands from Sheridan to... Mercedes to ruffle around yeah. to whoever. Like and huge brands. Yeah, but it's, I yeah, feel it's like exciting. who you partner with really fit your yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that you've got to be really kind of careful of. And and even since I started this year, like I feel like my even my sort of social output have really changed. And I kind of look forward more to overseas people and what they're doing. What do I always think, what am I engaging with people who I love? Why do I engage with them? Okay, cool. I see their house. It's their it's their lifestyle. Martha Stewart. She shows you how to cook. She shows you how to her house. Yeah. That's the whole style that I love. So that's what I've been kind of switching and doing. I shoot most of my content here. Yes. Because that's you know where I spend, like to spend a lot of time. It's actually me to my core, like in terms of style. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want to kind of just go out there and go, hey, now I'm standing here with a bottle of water and I'm by the beach. Like, cool. Yes. What, how is that engaging with people? Yeah. So for me, I make it sure it's always holistically about my lifestyle, about my brand um, and my space. And mm. I think for me that is, um, yeah, it just, it fits better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you, you know, like people just engage with it much more. Yeah. And if you're just doing you, yeah, then it kind of just works. And I guess it's like what you would be using anyway. Day to day. Correct. Yeah. And that's the thing you've got to try and stay on that thing. And you know, Sometimes you've got a, a big brand, like it could be, you know, I won't name anyone, but you know, it could be a big brand and they, you know, you have to have copy and it needs to be approved and that's all fine. That's just part of modern day advertising. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, but you've also got to make it engaging. So it can't be too silly because people just 
click off. But that's like anything really, isn't it? As soon as you're too salesy. Yeah, um, yeah. people get over it. Yeah. Yeah. What would be your dream collaboration? That's a good one. That's a really good one, actually. Throw it out to the universe. Yeah, I know. I should, shouldn't I? I guess I've kind of like, you know, I've collaborated on my own tile collection. That was great with Lorenzo. I'm working on a furniture collection now. (gasps) Um, exciting, exciting. Yes, very exciting. yeah um and then there's another couple of things in the works bedding anyway, yeah. couple, so lifestyle. So more yeah. of that and that's now what i'm working towards um and then i've got to get the book off the ground which i've been trying to work on for years now and if one more person asks me i'm gonna lose my marbles but it's actually me because i'm just so like so i can't ask you about it no you absolutely can <laughs> what's your book gonna be about is it gonna be like a it's, coffee table book yes correct Oh, Correct. stunning. Which I'm so excited about, but I'm because I'm so like, I'm such a control freak. I'm like, right, it's going to be the best thing ever and it's going to be, you know, what's the key? Because there's so much out there, right? I know. And I know I could just fill it with beautiful pictures, but I want a bit of, I just want it to be, in essence, my life, my lifestyle, my Instagram come to life. Yes, yeah. So a bit of tips, but, you know, everyone knows that like black and white and blue and green go together and do things in threes, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But I want a little bit of that because I think, you read a book, you want to take something from it yeah. rather than just being pretty pictures. So it'll be, in essence, that how to create a really beautiful mm. lifestyle home mm. in my aesthetic. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. Oh, cool. And I just need to pull my finger out and do it because I just sit there and I'm like, right, is this good enough? What about this? Doing like the introduction. It's like, just do it, Stephen. I know, <laughs> you know, but yeah. But I want it to be, yeah, I want it to be the, the best that it can be. So. I love like a beautiful coffee table book with the pages on the, what's it called on the it's side? This on oh, when that's I know, beautiful. I know. Like something, it's like I a little fabric, I think, like a yeah. chevron pattern. Oh, see, amazing. Yeah. It's like a little, um, little homeware almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Well, that's like literally coffee table books are my number one styling tip, type, oh, styling tool. Yes, yeah. So, like, I just can say there's books everywhere, but they just yeah. allow you to layer, you put things on top. It just, it just mm. gives you that. There room. are lots of books there's, everywhere. <laughs> this is not even half of them, let me tell you. We change this room and its name from the drawing room <laughs> to the <laughs> library. It's actually that's better. My mum says, I'll pop that down in the library and it's a room with a, <laughs> a, a no, like, that you own. Yeah, yeah. Just has <laughs> a cupboard with books in it. I love it. It could be a library. That's a library. I know. Um, we should now talk about Rosedale because yeah, it's beautiful. Oh. So huge Renault project. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember your first thought when you drove up the driveway here? Did you know that you had to have it or? Yes. And you have to and tell us the history behind here I, as well. Yes, I will. Yeah, it's so funny you say that because we, we looked literally for three years. Just for a place. For a farm. Okay. Michael, Michael was always on a tangent. Yeah. And so the last tangent before the farm was a Michael's boot. your partner who's Michael's very partner. clever, he's very clever and he's out the front now planting <laughs> millions of he's plants. He's out there gardening. He's yeah. putting in the cornflower, the pansies, yeah. all that. what he's putting. Getting ready for yeah. spring. Beautiful. Um, yeah. And he loves it. That's, yeah. his, that's his passion. Yeah. You know? So you've been looking for three years. Three years. It was actually really cool. We, you know, it wasn't cool by the end of it. We were a bit over it. But <laughs> we got to see a lot of New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw a lot of places. We almost bought a couple of places. You know, in the Southern Highlands, one in Mudgee. Yeah. And then randomly some friends who actually live just outside of Orange, they sent me a little text message with um, a clipping from the newspaper. Yeah. I don't really think much of it. I don't even think I looked at it online potentially. So we turned up, we were like, let's just, we've got nothing to lose. We'll come up, we'll go for a drive. And it was very different to now. It was a bit run down and, and, um, and needed a lot of TLC. Yeah. But 
I just remember the previous owners, they were 82 and 85. Oh. Colin and Patricia. Oh. The sweetest people. Yeah. They set up a little breakfast thing and she made scones with the sunflower tablecloth. It just was the cutest experience. And so I remember vividly, so we kind of came up, had a look at the house, great, great, great. And then we're down at the front there on the other side of the front dam. And I just, it was almost like we didn't, well, I, and I think Michael felt the same. It was almost like I didn't even have to think about the whole buying of the house. I was thinking about, right, what are we going to do tomorrow when we move in? Not that we did, because obviously it takes longer than that. But I was like, right. But it was yours already in your mind. In my mind. It just yeah. sort of happened and I didn't really think about it. And so literally two weeks later, there was an, it was going to be the option and we were overseas. So we said, look, we're not going to be here. We're not going to do the, you know, um, whatever it's called, bidding when you're away. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, absent bidding. Poxy. Or- Poxy, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, this is the thing. Take or leave it. And two weeks later, it was ours. Oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. So it was, and it just, and you know, what, at the end of it, when everyone's saying to you, "Oh, just you know, when the right place comes up, it'll be fine." I'm like, if one more person says that to me, I'm gonna stab myself in the eyeballs. It's true, though, isn't and it? it like, yeah, everything happens. happens for a reason. Yeah. And now it's I annoying think, when when nothing's going your way. Yeah. 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 But also, you, you know, you, it's so true. You find the right place, it just picks you. And when you were standing on the other side of the dam and you're mm. looking over here, yeah. what you envisioned, is it what is here or has it evolved yeah. over time? I definitely think certain things have evolved, but definitely, and I, I, you know, Michael and I always say this, we're always going to the next thing, the next project. What, what are we doing tomorrow? We never really step back and go, wow, let's look at the photos of day one where we, it's so different. Yeah. Because we're always, you know, boom, boom, next thing. Yeah. But now, just because you've asked me that in my mind, I'm like, it's pretty much exactly like yeah. what we had in our mind. Yeah. And and further to that point is Michael, when he was growing up, I mean, he only kind of did this at dinner about six months ago. And he was like, when I was growing up, I always wanted to have a white house. And it had a big front door and then it had these little windows at the front, like three windows or four windows at the front. And he drew the house that he, he would always draw it. And it was, it looks like Rosedale. Isn't that amazing? And so for me, I never really drew it, but I always knew I wanted a white house. Um, and so we that was we were just so in sync on those things. And yeah. like every argument that we've had in the past three and a half years has been to do with Rosedale. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. <sighs> just about, you know. Who, who wins? <laughs> well, we had, we, we very early settled on Stephen does inside and there's a very, defined line and then Michael does outside. Yes. But of course being a control freak creative person, I'm like, no, I'm overall creative director. <laughs> so that's when the friction happens. Yeah, yeah. But um but no, it's I think it's a nice thing because we're both so passionate about it. Oh that's so funny. <laughs> so under budget and on time, does that exist? No. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing <laughs> myself really. It's just a no. And would you <laughs> Sorry, I know. I think it. No, everyone else. I know. No, no. I'm. I'm with you. Well, you know what? But in saying that, it's also up to you. Like I could choose to put a normal fabric that costs twenty dollars a meter from wherever. But no, I wanted a beautiful glazed linen from Belgium. Yeah, it's my decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your fault. Yeah, (laughs) correct. That's not Michael's. Why my hair's falling out? (laughs) (laughs) The um, would you do anything differently here? A second time round. Hmm. I actually think we'd pro- I'd probably have more of a plan. Okay. So we just went, 
and not that it's made a big difference. Like I think it still would have been taken the same amount of time, yeah. maybe you know, a bit less money. Yeah. But I also think it's such a project. It was a project that we we hadn't done anything like this yeah. in terms of scale or whatever. You know, I've been around things like this. Michael, you know, had been lots around gardens and things, but you never really know until you're into it. No. And so ignorance just, is bliss, 100%. though, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's a few things. You probably that, thought you could have done it with a hundred pounds, and you know, when yeah. you're like, "We'll buy it for this, and yeah. we'll do it all we'll for a hundred. We'll do it all our own." Spray cans. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. On. Speedy and I do that every time, and then we're like, "Oh, sugars, whoops." <laughs> Oops. But yeah, I just think like mapping it out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I did in terms of like, you know, I did mood boards for every room and all that kind of stuff. But I think overall, like, you know, finding water and doing all those things and all those bigger projects. Um, yeah. Maybe have a little bit more of a plan, but I also think you just, we just went for it. Mm. And, you and know, you kind of, have kind you of been fun. doing room at a time? Yeah. Yeah. We did big projects. Like we kind of did, there's a few sections of the house. So the one that we're sitting now, we did all that. We put all the panelling in and yeah. then we painted it all white. Then we stuck, you know, stained all the floors. Then we did the master bathroom. Then we did the ensuite in the kitchen yeah, at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So it kind of worked. But it also, you know, it takes time because you can't do everything at once. No, and you're not here either all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, um, it was hard. But, yeah. It's hard, yeah. And what do you mm. see for the future of Rosedale? a good question i think michael and i'm both on the same page that we want people to enjoy it yeah and we want people to come and we yeah. want you know we want to have events here and and potentially weddings and yeah we'll stay oh, it nearly and... makes me want to get married again <laughs> the thought of getting married here it'd be beautiful you can get married anytime i can be a celebrant yeah oh thank you <laughs> no problems um but yeah i think we just really want people to enjoy it mm. and it's just especially now we're coming to spring and and everything's sort of blooming. And Sugars, we didn't talk about the history of it as well. Keep going oh, on yes. this one. I've we'll just, so, I'll, I've just I'll segue into that. Sorry. I'll segue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just we'll do yeah, weddings and events and, and maybe we'll open up. We've, like I said, I was saying before, there's a building that runs adjacent to the main property, um, which is the old servant quarters. So we'll renovate those and make them into two self-contained farm stays. Amazing. Which I think will be really cool. And they can just, you know, every weekend people can, you know, peruse the gardens yeah. and, and do all that. So, yeah, I think it will take on a life of its own. Yeah. Um, and that's what we really want. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And the history. And the history, that's right. Um, so it was... Built in 1877, yes, Jordan style, and then renovated a few times. The servant quarters were actually built prior to that. Um, okay. And I think his name was William Dale. Okay. And he was the first, I always get this wrong, but I think it's, he was the first councillor in Orange. Okay. Anyway, it was basically a sheep farm, 3,000 acres, and it just sort of, you know, dwindled down and got sold off a little bit to 120 acres, which mm -hmm. we have now. Uh, but, yeah, so it's, and it's only, we're the seventh owners. Yeah, that's amazing. Which is crazy. It's and it's like, sort of on the way out to Ofa, which is where they discovered the first gold yes. in New South Wales, yes, I think. Right. Yep. I think I'm You'll saying that right. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, you're pretty close to that. <laughs> and also where you told me about the falls. Oh, yeah, the waterfalls. Which we only went to, like, what, three years into the fight, but they are beautiful. I know. That's called again? Um, um, fourth Crossing. Fourth Crossing. There's two God, I hope that's right. right. I don't know. <laughs> we'll confirm that. Uh, I know, but yeah, that's something you have to do when you come to Orange. Yeah, you can go to the falls and you can go gold panning as yeah. well. You have to do that next time. Yeah, okay, social media. Do you love it? Yeah, yes, I do. I do love it, but it's also a full-time job. I know. Yeah. So, But it's, you know, in terms of business, it's my number one tool. Yeah. 
I, I love following you on Instagram because I feel like you're that perfect combo of inspiration, but also education. Like you so, you share a lot, whether it's like styling, gardening, yeah, every, everything. And, Is that a conscious decision that you yeah, made? Definitely. And, yeah. and, and I think definitely, like I was saying before, because, you know, started this year, had a bit more time up here and we spent a lot of time, more time up here than we ever have. And again, looking to people overseas, I'm like, why do I follow people? Because they show me something. Yeah. You know, it's not all about, hey, look at me looking pretty today. You know, there's a bit of that, sure. <laughs> and that's cool. There's not like zero judgment from me. But for that engagement, and yeah. you know, if you're out there and you're in interiors, like you I love seeing what you're doing. You're showing bits of your house that you're renovating. You're showing how you create your store, how you restyle it from season mm. to season. You get artists that come in and do beautiful murals on the side of the mm. building. Now, things that kind of get you inspired, mm. but also that I can, something that I can take away from just looking at one picture mm. on an Instagram post. Mm. And that's when you've got the sweet spot. Being useful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's a lot of crap out there. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's, yeah. And you take really good photos. What makes a great <laughs> photo? Um, so for me, natural light. Yes. If you're shooting interiors, don't have any lights on. Okay. Because that will give you a warm kind of glow, which you don't want. The only exception to that is maybe you've got a beautiful powder room. There's a gorgeous little wall light. Have that on if yeah. it's some sort of detail. But for me, that crisp, natural light, the best thing you can kind of shoot with. Um, keep your lines straight. Um, oh, obvious, shoot. but Ob- yeah. makes such a difference. And then, um, and then also interiors, obviously depends on what you're shooting. Mm-hmm. But shooting down lower. Yeah always makes everything look quite sort of elongated and quite sexy and, and oh designing. okay yeah rather than being up high so yes. sort of i don't know how tall i am six six foot or something come down to sort of you know 1.4 yeah that's probably very that's broad. probably where i actually <laughs> take photos <laughs> from so it's like you're right. I'm, I'm fine you're your own tripod that's perfect they go a bit lower you can go lower than that um and it just makes it look a bit sexier yeah yeah oh that's good to know yeah. now do you prefer videos or photos both. Yeah, okay. Both. I love doing videos, but they take... So I do lots of, like, styling with Steve IGTV videos, mm. um, and I love them, but mm. they take a long time. Yeah. So it probably takes me about half a day or a day to shoot them and film them. Yeah. Probably half a day, um, and then another half a day or another day to edit. Yes. So And that could be just, you know, that could be a five-minute video, mm. too, which is great, and I love doing it, but when I've got a million other things going on, it's, it's, um, it's mm. yeah, time-consuming. Mm. But I love, like... Even the little walkthrough, so Reels is great on Instagram now. You know, 15 seconds. God, I have not worked <laughs> those out yet. We can do uh, We'll do one here. We'll oh, one yeah. Let's be your personal not one. Worked so one <laughs> but it's so easy. Like, you just do, like, little walkthroughs yeah. or, yeah. you know, just it's another way to be creative, speed things up, put music yeah. to it. And I actually love, like, editing videos. Yes, yeah. Um, again, it's that kind of performing arts sort of thing that comes in. I love, yeah. you know, switching the, you know, the scene when the music hits, all that kind of thing, make it really yeah. kind of... Bit, um, cin- cinematic yeah so I like both and I, you know I also love looking at a beautiful still image mm. yeah I guess I think what I like watching is I, I think I like yeah. a combo as well yeah I do love a video too yes. even just a very unprofessional one I totally. think oh god that really shows me yeah and you want to say like you can get a behind the scenes I yes, love that seeing that totally and I think it's you know a still video a still image is beautiful because yeah. you get to see it all look perfect and gorgeous but when you can actually walk through a space yeah. with a video and motion, that's when you feel like you're there and you feel like you're in it, yeah. which is kind of nice. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Okay, you've got some workshops coming up too yes. in October, October here. Scary. What, 
what made you decide to do those and what have you got planned? So I have been wanting to do them for a while and I've done lots of them with lots of different brands over yeah. the years. And then I just thought, you know what, I have a certain style and aesthetic and, and, um, and I want to kind of share my tips and tricks and everything that I've learned over the past you know, mm. 12, 13 years of, of doing styling and interiors um, and create a day. And I thought, I wanted to do it last year, but, you know, I wanted to do it at the farm because it's obviously very much my aesthetic and it's just I want people to come and enjoy it and, and have a day. So it got postponed and then I made it in April and then COVID happened. So I had to yeah. do it until October. And so I'm like, fingers crossed that nothing crazy is going to happen in the next six weeks. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I just want to share the space and I want to share as much knowledge as I've got. Basically, it's Instagram come to life. Yeah. It's going to be a full day workshop from nine to five. Um, it's going to be breakfast. It's lunch, which my sister's doing because she's a really great foodie. Oh, how good um, is that? That's yeah, handy. She's amazing. And then, yeah, we're going to do a house tour, garden tour, Q&A, my tips and tricks. I'm going to show you how to style up this room. So I'm going to take all the accessories out of this room. Oh, cool. And then bring them in and sort of style up from the ground up. That's what I like to say, you know, yeah. creative and, and creating a home, it's visual. And yeah. it's, it's about doing things. So I'm going to show you how to do floral. And then the other demo that we're going to do is um, I'll show you how to start off a beautiful dinner table. Oh, yeah, fun. And I love that. And then we'll have a beautiful spring lunch outside and then champagne and cheese in the afternoon. So it's good. It's Great. exciting. I know, yeah. I just wish I could have more people, but it, it sold out in like half a day. And so I did a second one and that went as well. So I'm going to try and do them, I think, regularly because... Yeah, I think it's nice. People want experiences now, you know. I yeah. think we're craving yeah. craving that. As much as I love seeing things on Instagram and and sort of living through that, I think people want to come somewhere. They want to make a weekend of it. Mm. They want to be there and meet people. You know, I think it's just a nice experiential thing mm. to happen. So, I even love attending a workshop yeah. because of the people that you meet at the workshop yes. as well. Yeah. They're sort of like like-minded people. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm actually just excited to, to welcome everyone here and, and have a fun day. Like obviously we're going to be learning and we're going to be, you know, enjoying ourselves, but just having a nice day yeah. with the people that, you know, always like and comment and, you know, share things of mine. And I just think it'll be really special. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. Now what, what gives you the most joy in everything that you're doing at the moment? Oh, question. I think just having, like enjoying. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't, and I am the, like, as I'm saying this, I'm like in my head going, oh my God, you do not do that, Stephen. You do. <laughs> it's like, and Michael always has to remind me because I'm always onto the next thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I do one thing and it could be a big thing, but I just, I don't give it two seconds to kind of go, stop. cool, you did that. You just got to stop. And yeah. I just, and I don't. Yeah. So, and especially with this place, you know, and he does it as well, like to that point. Um, but I think taking time and just enjoying it. Yeah. And even in that kind of early stage of this year when it was a bit quieter and, you know, I couldn't physically go to shoots or, or whatever I was doing, we were up here and I think it was two weeks straight I was up here. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. And we went, took the dog for a walk every afternoon yeah. over the hills mm. and just stepping back and just going, you know what? It's good. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> nice? It's the I simplest love that. things in life, yeah. But we always want more, more, more. I know. And, and I'm the number that. one person to, you know, say that. But it's the simple stuff. Yeah. And what do you see is the most challenging part when you're sort of freelancing and you sort of your own brand as yeah. well? What's the most challenging part? For me, it's the pressure that I think I get from other people, but I think it's the pressure that I put on myself. It's probably you, you yeah. Know, because I'm a perfectionist and I'm a control freak and I like to do everything 170%. And it's a, a really hard kind of pace to stay at yeah you know yeah and so 
and it's seven days a week, seven yeah. days a week. Because if I'm not doing a physical shoot for a brand or something, I'm up here and I'm shooting something for digital or social or I'm getting ready for the next thing. So it's um it's hard, but you need to yeah. And you know, I'm like that now. I think I'm getting better at it. I'm sort yeah. of trying to pull back, and I don't work till midnight every night. You know, up, yeah. up until a couple of years ago, I was like, right, I can't do this anymore. Like ten years straight, I was like, I can't work seven days a week. You know, fifteen hours a day. Mm. So. But I think, yeah, just enjoying and, and sort of pulling back and, and I, know, I, would, I would never, ever do this. And even as I say this, I'm like, oh, my God, but pat yourself on the back. So other people out there, pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back now. <laughs> I pat you on the back. Sorry, I'm breaking COVID rules and patting Sorry. you on Ooh, the back. Hug, <laughs> <laughs> What's been your career highlight so far? And then you can pat yourself on the back. Yeah, yeah. God, see, I find it so hard to say. I don't know. I think... A myriad of things, just sort of, I think becoming an interior design editor. Yes, yeah. For Bell, that was really cool. Um, I think four years into it. Um, I had big shoes to fill, but that was kind of a cool moment. Yeah, you know, yeah. I started and as an intern, and then I remember I got my first two pages that I had to style, and I remember just sitting in the back streets of Surrey Hills crying because I didn't think I could do it and pull these, like, two pages and one. I just had to create a page of vases and a page of lamps. <laughs> And now I think of the stuff I do, I'm like, oh my God. So that was a big sort of feat. Yeah. Um, and then just working with some really cool brands that I've done and, you know, the collaborations, the tile collection and, yeah. um, and a few of those things, I think, uh, yeah, pretty cool. That's good. Pat yourself on the <laughs> back now. <laughs> I'm not going to. What advice, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. What advice would you give someone who was wanting to put, get their foot in the door within the creative industry, whether it's yeah. um, interiors, events? Yeah. Awesome question. And I get this a lot. People reach out and they sort of say, how do I get into this? So for me, it's about A, building up your library and your knowledge. So if you're studying, that's yeah. great. Obviously, you need to study behind you. Um, but get out there, go to the fabric houses, go to the paint stores, go to the furniture stores, meet as many people as you can because this business is all about the people you know. know. It's all about connections. Mm. And you would, not, you would say the same thing, yeah. right? Going to the trade shows, meeting people. Oh, cool, you do this. Oh, your sister, she's actually doing this thing that, you know, she's creating these beautiful leather trays, whatever it is, meeting different people is going to, and building up that catalog. Yeah. You know, contacts have a real, like, I remember when I started, when I was interning, I spent that sort of six months or 12 months and my calendar, my, uh, whatever it is you know, on my computer, paints, wallpapers, fabrics, all the contacts, email, where they are in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, wherever it was. And so I had this really good, catalog yeah like an address book address of all your, you, con your contacts contacts yeah, yeah. And, so, and that was the best thing because now i go right mm. i need a beautiful white flax you know whatever linen from whoever bam i go down there and i know mm. where to get it so having that will help you even if you're going into an interior design firm that's going to be the best thing you can yeah. do so when someone asks you hey what do you think about this oh i actually saw this at this store yeah so having that behind you and then just again if you've got projects that you've done yourself photograph them really well style them really well send them out, have a really professional email, have a media release, whatever it is. And that's sort of the best way to kind of create, you know. Do you feel like you have to like work for free? Like, do you think, um, is that, is that still happening? Like, God, I worked for the Woman's yeah. Weekly for when I was at uni for, <laughs> ugh. but like, yeah, you know, I, I like, same thing. yeah. First six months. Do you feel like, is that still around? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little okay. bit. Yeah. And I, I definitely have people that put their hand up and go, hey, if you've got to shoot next, can I come? Can I just, you know, shadow you? Yeah. Awesome. And that's the best thing because even I, like like I said, I didn't know what I was walking into. 
So if you can get some experience on set or mm. you know, added into your design firm, mm. go into that environment and you'll learn so yeah, much. Even doing the shitty job, even doesn't matter. Job, you can just, two weeks. If yeah. You can, and I know you've got to pay bills and you're going to do all that stuff, but if you're willing to put yourself out there, and I think now I have a lot of people that are sort of in my boat, like when I first turned up, they want to like they get onto set and they're like, oh no, that should go there. And ah, no, no, no. <laughs> like, just wait, just yes. learn, watch. You've got to kind of go slow and you've got to kind of, you know, pick it up. Yeah. So gosh, it's so tricky, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> okay, what we're nearly finished. Oh no, this is great. We could talk about What would be your dream project? <sighs> dream project. I guess in terms of a kind of interior. Rosedale is kind of it. Yeah, you're kind also, of doing it really, aren't you? This yeah. is like the lifetime project. Only because it's, you know, it's the kind of house that we liked and we, I basically just done whatever I wanted. Yeah. It shows whatever colours and wallpapers and, you know, went crazy. Um, but Mark and I have been talking about doing something overseas, so that I think will be really cool, <gasps> so Italy or something. Oh, my god! Yeah, and he sends me projects, like, every second day. I'm like, okay, oh well, my let's just god. maybe finish this one. Duh, and when then- <laughs> we're in Puglia, I was like, yes, <laughs> thinking we had to buy a Truly. I was like, let's buy a Truly. until we'll live here. Until I spoke to an Australian <laughs> man over there, and I'm like, he's like, you've got to give pearls to the oh, mayor of the town. Totally. And the, he's like, oh, it's just... Crazy. Correct, correct. But yeah, that would be cool. That would be oh. cool. And then I want to do I want to do another city apartment. Oh, yeah, okay. I've got a whole look in mind that I want to do for that. A style. A style, thank you. <laughs> Should I okay. say trend, did I? No, 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 you didn't say trend. Okay, you ready for the jumbled mix bag? Cool. Let's do it. What is the best piece of advice that someone has ever given you? Stay true to yourself. Yeah, I like that. That's Which good. is so simple and cliche, but it is. Yeah. On so many levels, so isn't many it? Levels. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What to you is the best smell in the world? You know I'm a scent fiend and a candle fiend, but that's sort of one thing. But I think the best scent in the world, Christmas is my favourite time of year. Yes. And I always think that scents evoke a sense of memory. So I think gardenias in the garden at my parents' place, that's my favourite. Oh, yeah. With the Christmas tree sort of. In the background, yeah, the time. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's my favourite thing in the world. Oh, amazing! Yeah, gardenias are hard to grow in orange I, too. And you know how devastating. There's not, there's not one in this yeah. garden that's too cold. Yes, the frost. yeah, yeah. Oh, devastating. What is an app or piece of technology that you love using? iPhone, Instagram. Okay, good. I'm just being quick because I feel like it's fire rapid. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be too fire rapid. <laughs> what is the one thing that you could never give up? Food is that weird? No, Maybe. I just I love food. Yeah, I like I love cooking. I yeah, love pasta. I love yeah. just food. Oh, that makes me hungry. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> what three things should people do when they visit Orange? Go to the Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sponsored post. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, good question. The waterfalls is great. Yes, yeah, I love that. Um, ever since you told me about it. Uh, I think my favourite restaurant is probably Mr. Lim. Yes. Just yeah. love, I just love picking up pancakes and having really good ones there. Um, that, that, Honey, obviously. And Cook Park I love, where they've got the beautiful flowers and that little yeah, hot house thing, yeah. which is cute. And just like, you know what, we take in, and we're actually about to do this afternoon or tonight, just wandering the streets, the beautiful streets with the beautiful old houses. They're I wide know. Yeah, streets. Yeah, they're lovely, aren't And they? just all these beautiful houses, really well-maintained. And just, it's just nice to stroll. Yeah. Like, and there's great food and great produce. The farmer's markets. Sorry, that's my other one. Oh, I got good. a lot. I got a few. Sorry. That's good. 
Racine, General Store, um, <laughs> Lollibudini. Um, Have you tried Birdie yet? No, good. Yeah, is it good? it's good. Oh, it's I'm really so good. It's a new little, it's got a noshery in town. It's very good. You'll have to come um, next time. Anyone's yes. here in Orange. Yes, love it. Do you have a secret talent? I was going to say, I was going to say dancing, wasn't I? Yeah, I used, it's a talent. Oh, I used to like, okay, so when I was growing up, I went to Brent Street, was this like really cool oh, yeah. Brent Street dance company. Yeah. And then I went to, I got a scholarship to McDonald's School of Performing Arts. Oh my so God, McDonald's. isn't that wherever I'm from, Home and Away is from <laughs> yeah. and stuff? Didn't make, actually I did one cameo on Home and Away. Did just, you? What as were an you? Extra, I wasn't very, it wasn't what very was, What were you as I an extra? I don't remember. Holy moly. Were you in know. swimmers? No, God, no. I oh it was my. just sort of like a school thing. Okay. Anyway, shocker. Anyway, so I did that. So I, I love, I love, yeah, dance and music. And music's probably my biggest passion apart from... You know, like an instrument? Well, I started the drums. I did drums for like high school and then I also really? did singing. <sighs> Not wow. right now. Um, but yeah, I was just into yeah, music and dance. That's like okay. my favorite thing. Yeah, that's, you know? that's talent. Yeah. Oh, it's not, yeah, I don't know. Well, it depends. You haven't seen me dance yet. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm I'm quite possibly the worst in the whole entire world. And so, the yes, you do with doves and dimes. Yeah. So funny. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? Good question. I think it'd be something like a cassette music, musically yeah. or performing, yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. But it's so funny because, like, even though that is like my second passion, I just. I actually can't think of anything else I would be doing. Oh, that yeah. means you're doing the right thing, though. Yeah. It means you're on the right. I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 I think that's, it's, I live and breathe it, which is a good thing and a bad thing, but I'm lucky that my no, hobby is also my question. Imagine, yeah. imagine being someone that wasn't doing what they weren't, what they, yeah. what they loved. Yeah. So we're, we're lucky that we are. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. No. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. That was fun. Nice and it's been. Hey, thank you so much for listening and sharing a glass of bubbles with us. Please subscribe if you want to hear more and share it with all your kick-ass businesswomen friends. So until next time, stay fabulous.